got another blastic point your head oh tops. My oh my god. Oh my god. Ow. Uh, <laughs> such a long ass intro. These niggas, it is. These niggas had a point to prove. They did. <laughs> oh man. I like, let's cats. get to it. <laughs> I love them cats. These niggas are like, hey, everybody to the dance floor now. It's such like dance floor music, oh, man. In the 90s, they used to let music breathe. They don't let music breathe no more. <laughs> they don't do that no more. Nobody let got that time. beat breathe. They don't got no time. <laughs> hey. Hey, oh, Mike, hey. What's funny is that I remember vividly if it was a couple of years back, there was one music fest here in Atlanta, and they met the man in Red Man performed. They shut shit down, and disrespectfully, they was put on a smaller stage, but they packed that stage. Literally, it was they had the niggas out on the dirt road and shit. All that dirt was full of people. I said for Method Man and Red Man in Atlanta. That's, that's big. That's big. Icons for sure, man. Welcome back to the next installment of Blastic, man, where we review black classics in film and television. And shit, now we added some new releases in there as well. So Blastic is definitely expanding. It is me, your host, Louis B. And it's your boy, K-Rod. What up, fellas? How you doing, ladies? Back for another episode. This week, we are reviewing. We're going back in time a little bit. We was doing a new release, but we're going to keep it Blastic as usual. Um, we're doing a class. We're doing a Blastic this week, man. We're doing a, none other than How High. Y'all see it right here. Not gonna lie to y'all, go ahead and get into it now. This is a movie that people have gotten on my ass about, pause. They've gotten on my ass because literally, it's, it's, they know me to be like a, a, a real movie connoisseur. Y'all know me to be a mo- real movie connoisseur. So I remember being at work and we was having these discussions about movies we saw and how high came up. And now I was like, I've never seen how high. I've maybe seen like a bit of 10 minutes of it here and there and that's mm-hmm. it and everybody's like what my mind was blown y'all. Y'all know my mind was blown man it's two movies that because of blastic i actually had to review this one and another one pootie tang we'll get mm-hmm. into it when we get into it but that's these are two movies that i said i never watched them before mm-hmm. and everybody's like I cannot believe you have not watched How High. You cannot be in the not not watch How High. You and I'm just like, I don't think it ever interests me. And honestly, I think honestly at the time, the content matter of it had nothing to do with what I maybe cared about. Because I kind of knew what it was about, centered Mm -hmm. around, even when I was young. But it's nothing that I never cared about. Like I said, when I was a kid, I thought. I thought drugs was gonna kill me. <laughs> all of it. So I never really watched it. And yeah. shit, for this review, I definitely yeah. had the pleasure of watching it, man. So I, I had to force him to watch. I said, you know who's gonna do something else? I said, you know what? Fuck it. We're gonna do how high. And I'm not gonna lie, I'll just tell you how I felt about the movie. It it was cool. Mm-hmm. It was cool. I and I, I came away with the the fandom that I know this movie has, because some people would consider it a cult classic. Um, the, the fandom that it has, I think it comes from when we were younger 
and we watched certain movies, you know, all of the classics, a lot of them, some people may think that they're corny now. There's people that don't even like loving basketball. You know, I get it. I don't. But there's there's movies that we grew up with and that we loved when we saw them as kids and that even as we grow older, we still love them. Mm-hmm. So I think that this may be one of those movies, shit, just like all the movies are. And that, that further made me understand because I was looking at it and I was like... It's good, but I could have went without this. It had its funny moments, but I mean, but I'm I'm sure if I saw it as a kid, would have bust out laughing at some of that shit that was going on, and I would have like it would have continued to just stick with me. Yeah, let me tell you, this movie, there's three movies I remember because it came out around the time I was in middle school. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it during its theatrical release, but I probably seen it like DVD. Between, I hope your mama didn't take you to see that. No, 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 no. But I was aware <laughs> of what it was because of who Method Man and Red Man was at the time. Exactly. Between this movie, How High, Soul Plane, and Friday, that was the most quoted movie movies when I was in middle school. Not wow. just me. I'm talking about people in general. We wow. were able to, you could actually go through and say whole lines of dialogue from these movies with your classmates. And like I said, I remember it coming out. I remember, now again, this was not a movie that my mom or my uncles or anybody took me to go see. I remember seeing, like, I, re- I could clearly remember the websites back in the day. They used to have websites for the individual movies. There was a whack-a-mole game huh. for Baby Powder where you literally <laughs> slap the individual characters <laughs> on the website. And I was playing the game, having fun. I shit you yeah. now. But, yeah, it's just one of those movies that's kind of like a throwback to the movies of the 80s where you got, like, um, yeah. Cheech and Chong. And it's, mm. I, some people try to kind of compare it to Friday. But it's I not. I can see that. And I, I, but it's I, not. I thought about something even going deeper. You know how I like to do. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about how like, you know, movies, shit, even the movie industry, what they put out mm-hmm. goes in cycles. I would say now is heavy with CGI. Um, whereas before, shit, thinking about the 90s, I'm thinking about at least how they portrayed black people in movies there was always gang related shit there was always violence it was always it was a gritty portrayal of us every movie was kind of like dark so it was cool to see that in like the early 2000s very very late 90s the tone kind of shifted and i started to notice that they would allow us as black people to really put out light-hearted movies that don't take itself too seriously right. like joking jokey joke ass movies and mm-hmm. I, I really appreciated that because i'm like the 90s shit because you have how many yeah. gangs and drug movies we gonna see from us right because you got like you all these um you got go back and think all these white movies from like the 70s and the 80s you got a movie called weird science where two motherfuckers just make a bitch out of nothing like science project <laughs> you got like porkers you got like uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh-huh. You got all these movies where you got American Pie. You got all these movies of people having fun. It's not like it doesn't have to be smart. doesn't have to right. be saying anything thought-provoking and right. things like that. I like that. So I definitely enjoyed that, man. I'll go ahead and get into some of the black facts. Listen, this thing has an all-star cast. I'm going to try to read through all these names. We already know Method Man, mm-hmm. Red Man in there, Silas and Jamal. I cannot... <laughs> Baba Tui, I there think you go. Him. Over Baba Tui. Yes, he's a he's a legend too. He is. He, he is. is. I never knew that was his damn name. Yeah, it's hard didn't know that until now. Yeah. It's so crazy. Right. Melissa Peterman, uh, Mike Epps, Anna Maria Horsford, mm-hmm. uh, Fred Wilf Willard. 
uh, Jeffrey peace, Jones, no, most definitely Hector Elian, <laughs> Elizondo, yeah. Lark Voorhees. Shouts out to her, man. She was so gorgeous in this movie. Wasn't uh, she? My mom saw her when I was watching the movie. She was like, "Oh, she's so pretty." Yeah, I said, "Yeah, man." She actually starting to. I hate to say this because I don't want you I to know tag exactly what you're about to she, say. No, no, no. <laughs> she's actually looking better than the last time I saw. Her. Yeah, she's she had a period where she was, you know, stressing and I, life. Yeah, here. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's dope to see. Uh, who else is in this movie? Al Shearer. I hope I Al said Shearer. that right. Al Shearer. He was Shearer. the guy from Hits from the Streets, if you remember I from need BET. money. <laughs> yes. I, that's my favorite character, but we're going to get to it. Essence Atkins is in no, this movie. Gorgeous, too. Tracy Morgan is in this movie. Cypress right. Hill is in this movie. Garrett mm-hmm. Morgan is in Garrett Morris is in get this right. movie. Yeah. Listen, these are people... The last couple names I listed, they did some cool shit where they had like a little side thing where right. they was having like a TV show, like a, a show within a movie. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty dope to see that. We you know, people, I like to see it now because even like with Insecure, you see little nods to that. So mm-hmm. it's cool to see that people have literally been doing this for right. decades. Like there's nothing new under the sun. We're mm-hmm. just going to take it and make it better. Yeah, you know definitely. definitely. Um, continuing movie. on with the Black Facts, this movie was released December 21st, 2001. Mm-hmm. My six-year-old ass, of course, was not going to see that shit. Mm-hmm. Directed by Jesse Dillon. Is this man black? No, he's actually a white guy. But like you said, we're trying to switch it up. We, we want to... Um, oh, no, this is cool because it's all right, black right. people in it. My only right. thing is... Do you feel like the whites were taking over for the culture making a movie called How High? Because it was also, and I didn't even realize it until I saw the credits, produced by fucking Danny DeVito's small ass. What the no. fuck he got to do with How High? Listen, I, I don't think it's take, I don't think it's necessarily taking over the culture. I feel culture like, vultures! Nah, nah, it's not, man. It was, weed is universal. College is universal. Fun is universal. However you get the money, it doesn't matter. You can have the money. You don't have the talent in front of it. It, ain't, it don't mean shit. So. Honestly, though, yeah. seeing hit that Danny DeVito produced that, it kind of gave me a glimpse into just how a lot of y'all celebrities was giving it up back in the day. Like, we already know what y'all was on. We know what y'all was on, man. Produce a lot of shit. <laughs> um, the, basically, this film is named after a hit in 1995 hip-hop song called How High by, by yeah. Method Man and Red Man. So that's super dope. Mm-hmm. It's just cool to have like uh full circle moments like that it is um the film sequences are at harvard but they were filmed at ucla of course you know they ain't going to harvard with that i'm sure that that schools like that don't even allow people to film like that it's probably very few films that have been filmed on campuses like that the film budget was between 12 to uh 20 million and its worldwide gross was 31.3 million which is not bad that's great because if you think about it nowadays, there's not a lot of, uh, in 2022, there's not a lot of comedy. Comedies don't really make it to the big screen mm-hmm. now, which is unfortunate. Yeah. So that's not bad at all. It's made his money. In Shit, this, they huh? doubled it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, critics gave, which I understand, critics gave this movie a 29% mm-hmm. and the audience gave it a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. So that definitely speaks to right. sometimes the critics just don't. Critics are critical. Critics are literally looking for a, a, a masterpiece mm-hmm. of whatever that means. But just like art, you can throw a fucking line on a piece of paper and it'll sell for a million dollars. While we may think it's not art, y'all think it's art. So mm-hmm. how you, can you tell us this comedy that everyone loves is not art? That's why I've always said to you, I've never, I never consider myself a critic because yeah. I don't, I don't look like that. Definitely. But uh, you know, uh, Entertainment Weekly has rated this third in their best stoner movie top 10 list. 
Uh, it also won the Stony Award for Best Stoner Movie in 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, even more importantly, man, just the thought of like how good soundtracks were. The soundtrack for this peaked at number 38 on the Billboard 200. A soundtrack for a movie. Like we're we're thinking about great soundtracks right before that. You probably had Next Friday. You had Rush Hour. You had so many great soundtracks. Yeah, yeah, Def Jam was killing that time. Man. Now that I remember, if I go back and I Shout can think, Def soundtrack, Jam. Def Jam had it. But of course, the soundtrack is gonna be killer. You got Method Man, you got Red Man. Of course, it's gonna be killer. Who else gonna do it? Yeah. Um. So yeah, we got another black fact, but we'll give it. We'll, we'll, we'll give it up at the we'll end, man. The end. We'll so we'll go ahead and get into pretty much a little bit of what the movie was about. <laughs> Everybody's seen it, but we'll go ahead and get into that. Okay, so pretty much the movie kind of starts off introducing the main character. So you got Cyrus, uh, Cyrus, Silas. We got Silas played by Method Man. And, you know, he's just like a, a uh, what would you call it? Uh, pharmaceutical specialist. <laughs> you know, in a pharmaceutical entrepreneur. Yes, Also yes. didn't even realize, I say entrepreneur all the time. And I watched that movie and I was like, wow, I did not make that up. He said that shit first. <laughs> Had no idea. Nah, you know. But yeah, so you know, he's doing what he's doing. You can tell he's like a very smart individual. Um, a lot of the stuff here, of course, is is like kind of uh, overblown or mm-hmm. like scratched a little bit. So he says, oh, I got a cure for cancer. I got a cure for, you know, get your dick up. You know, he got customers coming through. All said, types I got a, of weed. Definitely. He, he, <laughs> so he got a homeboy name. What was the homeboy? Homeboy named Ivory. Ivory, yeah. Said, I got a young lady coming through. Give me something to smoke on. You know, she like Kevin Cosby's movie. Give me something we can entertain <laughs> ourselves with. So he gives him some weed. And that pretty much, you know, kind of sidelines into our main story. So, that you shit know, put that nigga to sleep, didn't it? It did. So, in the <laughs> middle of putting him to sleep, that part was hilarious. That's one of my favorite scenes Yo. when the young. Oh, that's God. A, you remember the quotables I was telling you about? Yeah. So, the scene where the young lady comes over and he has the fake dreads extensions oh, in his hair, right? God. He met the girl online. Yeah. She says, you know, um, What's the mark on your face? She's like, this is the mark of Buddha. She said, this is the skin mark of Buddha. That was like a quote that like everybody said in school. Yeah. Right. So she leaves. He falls asleep. He's smoking. Of course, like his hair catches on fire. He falls out the window. He's not dead yet. He gets hit by the car. This is what I mean about a comedy that I white people it. could do back in the day. I love that it. Black people probably can't even do today without Definitely. being criticized. Everything's so serious now. It is. So, of course, these, these are some of the points that now that I think about it as a grown man, it's like, oh, no, I can't be thinking like that because I'm nitpicking. Yeah. So basically what happens is Ivory dies. And for some reason, uh, Silas decides that he's going to mix his ashes mm-hmm. into the weed and smoke it. All right. So also <laughs> during this time, Silas decides that he's going to enroll into college. And take the THC. Yo, that part was hilarious. <laughs> take the THC. Yo, you gotta test. pass your THCs. I said, yo, fam. All right. Cool. <laughs> See, this, this is when this you is have their to version accept, of the SAT. You have to accept what you're watching at this time. Yeah. yeah. At this point. Okay, so they take their version of the THCs. So he gets there first day of class or when he's getting ready to go take the test. Oh. He fucks around, drops a weed. Now he doesn't have weed. Looks over to his right or his left. He now sees um, Jamal. Method Man played by Jamal. Uh-huh. As a matter of fact, Jamal is the one that drops the weed. Jamal has the raps. <laughs> uh, Silas has the weed. And that's like the 
coming together of a couple of yeah. the odd couple, I guess. So, you know, Jamal is more of the uh, firecracker. Uh, Silas is more of the strong, you know, silent type mm-hmm. uh, straight man. So they get in there, man. Um, they smoke they, the weed first and oh, realize yeah. that ivory just pops up out of nowhere. So basically, when he they smoked his ashes, if they ever smoked his ashes, he would just appear. And basically, like, he would give them the knowledge that they needed. It was like having... Shit, just just having somebody to give you all the answers that nobody else could see, which is not a bad idea. Now, do you think like very crazy? Ashes, that, that's that's crazy. <laughs> but one thing I've always noticed is like, damn, you you gave this man this weed and didn't tell him it was goddamn ashes in it. Like, it's cool for you to smoke your homeboy, <laughs> but you when you gonna tell buddy this smoke you got your a nigga homeboy? <laughs> and he's like cool with it. Of course, uh, Jamal is cool with it as fuck. So they get there and like immediately they crash with the people. They crash with this guy uh, named Bart. He's part of like the rowing team. Mm-hmm. He's like a, this jackass. He's fucking with, uh, who's it, Jamal? He's fucking with Jamal. Yeah. Jamal's like, oh, fuck you. I'm finna come over on your team, take over your shit. Just white niggas hanging on black people being at Harvard. The good you know. shit, you know. So Cyrus, he runs into this, um, I think her name is Lisa, the young lady, Lark Voorhees. <coughs> He's feeling on her. I'm trying to chop it up with you. Lisa, I believe her, the character's name's Lisa. I probably, I, I just know Let it's Lark Voorhees. So, um, Lark Voorhees, her character actually uh, goes with Bart. So then that's some little... Lauren. Lauren, I'm sorry. So Lauren, Lauren actually goes with Bart. So that's some static right there too, Bart. That's some static right there too. And so that that's pretty much sets up the movie. So it's just them trying to figure out like how to pass class, you know, the regular shit. Yeah. And then they're having fun. They're in a new situation. And might I add, these niggas look every bit of 30 as well. Nah, the, the, <laughs> I was just going to ask you, like, when I saw this movie, I had no, like, and th- this is a part of going into just the randomness of just movies having fun. Mm-hmm. There are so many unanswered questions mm-hmm. in this movie. There are so many quest- thought-provoking questions, like... Were y'all niggas in high school? Cause it don't they all don't make it seem like they were in high school. They make it seem like they were just at the crib mm-hmm. doing absolutely nothing. And out of nowhere, you go to school to take your test, and now you go into college, Ooh. and you still look thirty. Well, I think what well, one of the running jokes is, was that uh, Jamal had spent like six years in like a two year college. So they are grown. I saw it two ways. I saw it, you know, people always say it's never too late to go back to school. Okay. And I also kind of saw it, and this is just me, I put my spin on this. I also saw it was back in the 90s, they used to always have actors. Every, actually, everybody in the cast looked way older than they should have been. In the 90s, they, they, they casting was nuts. Right, right, right. So <laughs> everybody in, not only met the man in Red Man, but every, everybody else surrounding them looked much older. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some of the roommates look almost on par mm-hmm. with that. Everybody black looked 30. Right, and which was cool. But um so yeah, that was that's an interesting thing. So they're smoking weed and they're doing pretty good and they're they're having fun. Of course they kinda clash with the roommates, an mm-hmm. Asian dude, a white dude. The Asian dude loves black culture. He's really dope. Oh they say they're from the east, he's from the far east. That's another hilarious joke there. That's the one with the thing on his lip. No, no, that Asian okay. no, the thing no no. <laughs> And so another, that, I said, wait, what the fuck is that? I can't, I can't, you know, I can't forget <laughs> one of my favorite characters. One of my favorite characters is I Need Money portrayed by yeah. Al Sharir. Yeah. Al Sharir, y'all may re- remember from Hits on the Streets. That was a very popular uh, program on BET back in the late 90s, early 2000s, played by comedian Al, Al Sharir. I Need Money is one of my favorite characters. He just, yeah. he doesn't talk for the majority of the movie. He's just quiet, silent. 
everywhere you see him, he's causing trouble, mm-hmm. stealing shit. He's, I like those type. We don't get those type of characters, man. Yeah. He's just, I love that. But somewhere along the line, the weed has to run out. The weed has to run out. And you're out. no longer smoking on your homeboy. No, no, no. You no so, longer have the powers. Right, right. So, uh... Uh, uh, he was trying to figure out shit to make it like a truth serum because at this point he was trying to figure out how to how to redo it right 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 because of course you can't just because i mean that's the part of the, the thing is like we have to make good grades how how we and gonna if get I'm in, right if i'm in <laughs> botany and they had a real cool teacher mm-hmm. as well so he's like okay I, I can't just say i chopped up my homeboy body or whatever he said i guess that was the, the end is like what can i do with this weed to you know cure some kind of illness mm-hmm. or make everybody better so that was Silas's thing. Yeah. So anyway, one of the haters in the movie is actually a security guard, a goofy ass security guard, of course, a, a, a white security That's a nigga guard. with the bike, right? Yes, yeah. the bike that he's great <laughs> in the movie. He steals the weed, mm-hmm. or he smokes the weed. So now they have to kind of figure it out themselves. They're studying hard. Yeah. They it's a montage where they're studying. They Not fail like shit a done. They fail like they a are failing at this point. They fail things like are getting bad. There's no real, and I'm gonna say as much as I love this movie, there is no real message. There's no real, like, you need to study to pass. When I got to the end of the movie, I said, what did I learn? It's just fun. This yeah. is what this is. Yeah. There's no real message in this. It's just fun. And, you know, so the, the security guard steals the weed. He smokes the weed. So now they have to try to study themselves. Now, there was a situation that came up now that I think as an adult that made no sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that? before we get with that, the weed is stolen. And around that same time, another character is introduced that I absolutely love. Baby Powder. Baby Powder. Baby Powder. Played by the incomparable Mike Epps. Mm-hmm. This is probably his second film right after Next Friday. That, again, the like the quotes that we used to constantly quote in school would be from Baby Powder and the assistant pimp. Yeah. I'm talking about Mike Epps every line. I'm talking about... <laughs> I, I would have never I would have never had a now nana bitch come in my life. You know what I mean? Now <laughs> nana. Like I'm talking about stuff like that. Sla- about- slapping white girls with baby powder. Oh my! I, I honestly, I, you don't think I'm lying? <laughs> I did that to a girl in high school. Yo, all right, get out. No, I promise you, no, I no, did it. No, no, I, get out. <laughs> I did that in high school. You do not high school. I'm sorry, in high school. This is middle school when this movie came out. I did. I was that. about to say he. That's no, 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 like, middle school. Out. I'm sorry. This is middle school, y'all. When this shit happened, <laughs> and it was a joke because I knew the girl. We everybody knew the movie and shit like that. I don't even know how I got away with this shit. But well, I you get baby that. powder from in school. All right, and then the comedian Scruncho is also a sidekick. Yeah, I actually heard that he actually went to jail for some shit around that same time. Oh. So when the movie came out, he was in jail. Tough. But like I said, quotes. I mean. Uh, I remember Mystical had a line in the Don't Mess With My Man remix. He says, I've been pimping since Big Pimping since Mike Epps. That came from that song. That I mean, that came from that movie. Yeah. He absolutely stole that movie. I think that right there might be up par with Day Day for me as far as Mike Epps. <laughs> That's right there with that. So, you know, getting back into the movie, they're out of the weed now. So they have to find another situation. Mm-hmm. So they have to smoke somebody else smart, which still makes no sense in the grand scheme of things because they decide to get like these niggas a went up going going getting the dead body or some of shit? a president. Yo. I forgot what the president is. I'm pretty sure you'll put a picture of his Ben name Franklin. I think it was <laughs> a, a nigga that died in like the early it's Ben Franklin. All right, it went and this nigga up before anything that they're learning in school. That's when that man died. I they don't just know said when we he need died. somebody smart, dog. Which he couldn't have been that smart because everything they're probably learning was after he died. Right. Again, this is where you have to take you have to take the it's movie. It's a movie, man. You have to it's have fun with the movie. Yeah. And so they do it, and they they smoke, and I think that they actually they end up failing the test. 
Did they fail the test? Or maybe mm-hmm. they did pass the test. No, they failed that shit. Because at this point, test. shit, now they about to have an alumni party. And the mm-hmm. dean is happy that they he didn't invite them niggas because their grades went up to par. Right. Oh, the dean has been. <laughs> and that's the thing. He has the dean been has literally been on his ass. Yeah. Since their ass since they got there. I'm not fucking with it. Mm-hmm. And they pick up on it immediately. I mean, they walk in class talking shit about him. That was so great. I mean, a whole yo mama session comes in mm-hmm. as soon as they walk into the class. Uh, they do shit like they send in like weed brownies and he's tripping with his wife. <laughs> I mean, they're on his ass. I think the saving grace of the movie is um, Jamal is actually fucking the what's over the dean. What's over the dean? Ooh, the it's president. A, the president's mm-hmm. daughter at the time, which just so happened to be Essence Atkins, mm. and played by Fred Willard, and he's like the. He's always played. He always plays like the cool white guy in the movie. Every time. Right, right. And he does it so funny. That's the one from Who's Your Caddy, right? No, I don't think he was in Who's Your Caddy. Okay. Fred Willard, I know for a fact he was in like one of the uh, American Pie movies. And I see him in a lot of great things. He's on the boondocks and stuff like that. But he always does it so funny. And like when he does it, he doesn't seem. It's like, oh, it's so corny that it's funny. Yeah. And you can even get over it because it is funny. Right. And so, like I said, that's the saving graces because he's like, we need more black people. We need more uh, ethnicities in here. And I like them. So that's kind of what saves him and keeps him in the school. Maybe that was the message. Right, right. And then it's like. Fulfill the status quo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So he loves him. He loves him. Uh, He's like, Dadeen, you can go somewhere at the uh, what was that, at the party at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. he goes crazy. Yo, they see he brought the damn truth serum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he brought that weed to the event, and everybody. When I saw the whole room get mm-hmm. lit, I said, "Yeah, right, right." So yeah. you see the dead president. They smoke. I Nobody smelt that though. Again, a movie being I, a movie. I think you see Ivory <laughs> again, and then that pretty much wraps the story up. So now they're in. They they can stay in school. Mm-hmm. Now you got your young ladies. Now that the dean uptight ass is gone, mm-hmm. and that pretty much wraps the movie. Now you got um, uh, what's his name, uh, Mike Epps. He comes in as the pimp. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, the president is one of his biggest customers. Now he's teaching a <laughs> pimpology class, so that's dope. That's a, that's a dope scene. Uh, it's so many good scenes. I mean, we pretty much went through the whole movie at this point. Yeah, but it's so it's so many scenes that I love. Like one of my favorite scenes of the movie, I laughed like twenty minutes after it, is when um, Silas knows Jamal. Jamal is actually doing the row team, and so he's rowing, and he's like in last place. Oh, he looks up and sees it's his mother. <laughs> he said, "Oh shit!" Here's the funny part, right? So like, you ask yourself, why is he seeing her? But why is everybody else around him seeing her? And she, and he says, "Who's that big black lady?" <laughs> He said, "Row, motherfucker, row!" And like, and the fact that like he didn't go any faster, they just did the editing fast. <laughs> I love that saying. shit, it's man. Like, it's hilarious. Like, row, yeah. motherfucker, row! I don't want to go back to my mom's crib. <laughs> and it's like scenes like that. I mean, the party scene where they're having a party. They're having the the the, the what do you call it? The fraternity and sorority mm-hmm. parties, and a, a fight busts out. I love the scene with the prostitutes. It's just. I'm telling you, the chemistry between Method Man and Red Man, I think, makes the movie. Yeah. And that that's honestly like one of those unspoken duos that just do shit great every time. Like, it was so refreshing even going forward in time to see them going back and forth in Power Book 2. Like, a lot of people watch it. Some people don't. I get it. I, I understand. It. I saw the scene. But it's see dope it. as hell to see them just going back and forth. It's kind of like an old. And shit. 
Mm-hmm. We may yeah. have some stuff coming up, you know. You right. Want, you I like to say, I think it's been that, announced, but you know. Right, you, right. If you ain't yeah. heard. Yeah, so Method Man, as of last year, Method Man actually started his production company, Big Ups to Him. And so, you know, about last year as well, they dropped a uh, MTV sequel to a straight to DVD sequel of How High with DC Young Flying. What's his name? What's the guy? Dude from Atlanta. Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty. You know what I mean? Personally, as far as a straight to DVD uh, sequel, all I will say is I thought DC Young Fly showed where he would personally, Mm. I think he'd be perfect for a a starring role in the movie. Yeah. I thought he was hilarious in the Mm. movie, but that's all I'll say about the movie. But Method Man has said one of his first productions in that would it be a How High sequel? Uh-oh. A straight a sequel. Maybe it's part three. Uh-oh. I think it'll be dope if they're in it. And just take everybody. Might as well. Right. Bring bring uh, uh, DC Young Fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's his name again? The young guy? Uh, Lil Yachty. Lil I mean, Yachty, pretty much bring just, them going in with, in a small role. just going with the trend of what everybody right. is doing. Shit, if you have a nostalgic brand... Mm-hmm. Bring all of it in, like right. all of these movies, all of the sequels. They, they, just, y'all ain't slick. Right. Y'all just old ass franchises that have built up catalog over all these years. And each of these little movies, we gonna take some key niggas yeah. out of it and put them in the real big one. Right. I'm That's sure it. Mike Epps will be back. Mike Epps yeah, did the sequel. Got to. I think uh, get money. I mean, I get money. I, I get money. need money. I need He'll money, be yeah. back. He was in the sequel as well. I think that'd be dope. I mean, you can go so many ways with that. Yep. You know, they were in college. Let's let, let's see him be businessman now. Let's see him be paid. Let's see him do something mm, different. Let's see him cool. run type of business. Let's see, they can't be on How the same. How high shit. can we be running business? Let's see him do something now. Let's like see him, the reason why they were in school. I like it. I, like I say, I, they they have great chemistry because yeah. I remember a few years after How High. Let's say How High came out in two thousand one. We said. Mm-hmm. I remember like 2002, 2003, they had a Method Man and Red Man show on Fox. Mm. So, I mean, it was very, like, people really fucked with the chemistry of Method Man and Red Man, yeah. which was not created just then. <coughs> they had chemistry when they were independent artists and people started booking them together. Then they started making albums. You can see from the music videos back in the day they had chemistry. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, it's not hard. Of course they would be in movies together. Yeah. And I think they should be in more movies together. They I mean, should. I do, like I say, um, I think the last time I saw them in a movie together, they were in Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob is another, like, stoner comedy duo. Mm-hmm. And I remember Kevin Smith, who was the director and writer and creator of that particular set of movies, he said, like, How High and Friday was some of, like, some of his favorite movies that uh, were coming around around that time. You got to start watching Power, man, because right, they, right. they play brothers. So, oh, they do? Yeah. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> and I think um, Method Man, he's he's tough on the acting. He, he still raps, he is, but he's very tough on it. Really I think good. he's one of the best. Now, Red Man, I think he's, like, the firecracker, and he's good, too. I think his lane is more comedy, but mm-hmm. I never, I never, because it seems like in Power it was a little more serious too. Most definitely. But Most I definitely. think Method Man may be more into that than Red Man. And it's good that you mentioned that because I saw you you posted a clip earlier this morning mm-hmm. from a, a Method Man interview, and he was basically talking about how like on that movie, How High, them niggas was getting high during the the lunch breaks and coming back not how they were mm-hmm. in the morning sets and in, in the morning shots. So. Mm-hmm. Shit, obviously, y'all, y'all niggas is high and y'all niggas is just droopy on set. So the irony of the that, movie and yeah. who they are and right. the actual... That's what people got to understand when you're, when you're a performer. Like, everybody can't be Snoop Dogg or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they have perfected it now and they can do it at that point. But you got to think about it. They had just started out and they're still trying to do the same thing. It's not that's rapping. But yeah, I think... Um, what was I going with that? 
Yeah, it's hard when you do stuff like that. Yeah. I, me personally, when I smoke, I get sleepy. <laughs> and yeah. unproductive. I can't do shit, but I'm pretty sure they have perfected yeah. it at this mm-hmm. point. I've seen them do things. I remember seeing Red Man. Um, he was in like one of the Chucky movies. I've oh, seen yes. him pop up here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Method Man hits it hard. I remember mm-hmm. him in the Shaft. He was in the the Red Tail movie about the uh, Tuskegee Airmen. You said he was on Power. And the niggas a fucking sex symbol now, y'all. Yeah, yeah, women love him now. <laughs> and then the funny part about it, women love him so much, and he's married. So, so I mean, but that's they'll take him much. anyway. You skeezers. Anyway. And he's not worried about it anymore. But I that's think a that's fact, man. pretty much that's that's pretty much the movie in a nutshell. Again, I think it's one of those classics. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't say that word around here, man. No, that's a blastic. That's what you damn right. It's one of the blastics, man. I think it's more, but I, I think I would compare it more to like the Cheech and Chong movies. Yeah. Over yeah, like a Friday, definitely. which is more grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. I do suggest anybody check it out. Go on with an open mind. If you're going <laughs> to judge it on today's standards or whatever standards that you have. Nah, Kevin, let's, let's, let's be real. I'm the only person that haven't seen this movie. You're right. These niggas have seen it. They Again. just want to hear the review. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. That, that's, that's, yeah. But I'm I, sorry. I, mean, I really wish you would have seen it at that time. Because I really, you like it, yeah. But I think you would. I would have loved it if I seen this point. Yeah, Yeah. that definitely. Well, shit, man. This was a good review, man. Another great episode of Blastic. Like I always say, I love doing this, man. And for all of the listeners, the commentators, listen, please. If you have any uh, movies that you want us to review, please hit us up in the comments. Hit us up on social media, WIMB Studios. Uh, Yeah, man, and let us know, man. Anytime you see any promo posts, just under the comments man just leave what movies y'all want us to do next and we'll get to it man and that includes new releases if y'all mm-hmm. see some good movies out there that y'all want us to go and see and that y'all want us to check out and review we will happily do that for y'all so another installment of Blastic me your host Louis B and your boy we out Peace. Peace. Let's get yeah. shitting again Spitting the wind Loaded guns Clipping the end None sicker than him Yes indeed I'm ill as any STDs Or sex disease These dirty rats want extra cheese On that piece of the pot Now ask me how high I tell you reach for the sky Sling the crooked letter rock That's my home 23's wrapped in chrome Not only snap on y'all niggas But I snap them bone Slap your dome Make you leave that crack alone You got the key to the city But the latch is on I got it locked Bringing the noise Bringing the funk doctor Spot. Bringing my boys, bringing you lumps, pop the clock, but only if you feel this shit. Jack the Ripper, don't make me have to kill this bitch. Back to get ya, put it in check, that's the Mr. Mac. With his foot on your neck, shut your lips up. Smoke cheaper, cheaper, smoke cheaper, cheaper. You're so hot that I can kiss the sky.